Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 562. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. Uh, I've got message tonight. So we're still continuing on in the sixth chapter of Matthew. We've got music and letters. And right now, let's talk to the Lord. Father, anoint this service. Let uh, your words come forth uh, out of this uh, wretched human flesh. It's amazing, Father, how you use such wretchedness as human flesh. It's just amazing how you can keep human, wretched human flesh under control by mortifying it with the power of your spirit. It's just so amazing. But when we see the universe being held together and reacting to your word uh, like clockwork, fine clockwork, it is no wonder, Lord, that you do that. It's no wonder also when we ask you to um, save our enemy's souls. And if they are satanic demons or controlled by the demons and are never going to repent, we ask that you destroy them, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that the people in this world that can be saved will be saved. And give us, uh, and that the people in the church that are going to be in heaven will become zealous to your word and not to anything in the world. Lord, I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus that their souls might be saved and spend eternity in heaven. Amen and amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Now here, uh, you know, Fake Springman and I are on the same bill tonight. I shrink uh, to be on the same bill with him because he sings so fine. But we're going to Put me up first and save him for last. Uh, this is myself singing Jesus is the Only Way, a Gary Paxton production. Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only way. Is the only way And I'm sure sold on him Oh, they say That he's a square That Jesus He ain't nowhere I know better He lives in my heart Jesus is the only way Yes, you can find him In the Bible pages Jesus, he's the rock of ages, he hides me in the cleft of the rock, Jesus is the only way, Jesus, Jesus is the only way, Jesus, Jesus is the only way. My sword and my shield, Jesus. 
Jesus is the only way. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the king said, in the fire they must go. They found out that the fire wouldn't burn out. They were saved by the only Well, that's true. You know, Jesus is the only way. There's all kinds of religions, and the Vatican wants everybody. Uh, what we see the Pope doing is the Popes go to every false religion in the world, and they want to make peace with them because the Vatican is controlling the international government and also the international church. They're trying to get all the different false religions together, and then also those of us that are real Christians, born again of the spirit Christians that don't pray to Mary. And uh, we don't pray to any other saint or any other God but Jesus. And why? Because Jesus is the only way. They're trying to make a one-world church and a one-world religion, one-world government. And uh, a lot of people are falling for that. But the Lord says that my people follow me they follow what i have to say and therefore he knows who the ones are he said that we're supposed to be consecrated that we're uh, only he said we're to separate ourselves from all other religions and that's what's so repugnant to me uh, and more than me to god i mean i feel as repulsed at that i believe i believe i feel as repulsed at that as god does because it's so antichrist, it's so against the word of God to homogenize the races, to homogenize the uh, the um, the religions, and try to get people that would gladly go into a fiery furnace or gladly go into the den of lions than to go along with uh, worshiping any idol like all the different religions today that are false. You see, uh, the Pope John Paul II was over with the Buddhists, and you see the Catholic uh, Church, if you want to call it a church, go ahead. But the Lord has other words for that. Uh, he calls it the great whore, and I don't think... God likes that cult um, because, uh, you know, if I call somebody a whore, I don't think I would like you so much, would I? Huh? No. When you like somebody a lot, do you call them, you great whore? No. Huh? No. Or you great pimp? <laughs> God calls people that. I don't think he likes them very much, amen? amen? Well, that's what he calls the Vatican. He said that she sits in the city of the seven hills or mountains, and that that's Satan's seat. Well, the Bible says there's this great, this, this, this uh, 
that dragon that is seen, it sweeps one-third of the angels out of the kingdom of heaven. And this great red dragon, it has all these crowns on its head. And it, what it is, is it's a, it's a Satan, satanic spirit that comes down. And uh, it is the devil's power that gives power unto all the different nations. And eventually the Bible says that God and his children win the victory. So, uh, you know, the thing that really irks me, one of the many things in this world, I guess maybe I might be anti-post. That means against everything because I'm against everything of this world. And the Bible says that we are not to love the world or the lusts in the world. But uh, the things that really perplex me is when I hear the people, the simple people that don't mind uh, uniting themselves with the Antichrist. They say, America is just going to hell. I wonder what's causing it. I just wonder what's causing it. And look at the children. I wonder what is wrong with our youth. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> you people have allowed the Bible to be taken out of your uh, public schools, and there's no guidelines for them to uh, walk by, and therefore they kill one another. And then some other idiot, uh, people that, uh, you know, I call idiots, but you might call uh, scientists, and they say, well, let's examine their brain. Let's do an autopsy on them. Okay, and uh, let's cut their brain open to see if uh, this uh, brain is any different than anybody else's brain. And so they keep, they have a business, you know, there's people that just cut people's brains up. And they cut people's bodies up to uh, do autopsies on them. And they can't find any um, brain that is any different than anybody else's unless they have cancer or something. But it isn't can uh, a physical cancer that's causing our youth and this country to go to hell. What it is is the spirit of that great red dragon that's in people and has, is causing all the world wars, even the civil war. President Lincoln stated that that's what it was, and a lot of people, especially the rednecks down south, they don't like Abraham Lincoln because he liked, I don't want to use the N-word, but he, they, he, you know, he liked the black people, the black folk, okay, and so they killed him, and that's what the government is doing today. You know that the Vatican has no affection whatsoever for Jews or blacks. And they have killed many homosexuals, even though their entire cult is made up of homosexuals. If you ever watch the uh, Catholic channel, you see those guys talk so effeminate, and their actions are very effeminate, and they just don't have natural affections. So what has gone wrong with our youth? And it just seems like America is just going to hell. Satan has taken, you know, these, uh, this satanic cult uh, has made it a law that we cannot preach the Bible. 
the reason that we can't preach the Bible is because it separates people. It, it says the opposite of what people say that God says. It says that we're all made equal, and we're not. Uh, God gave many languages to people, and he turned people into different colors. Amen? Amen. Well, that's not equal. Uh, a black person isn't the same color as me, or a yellow person, uh, or a um, red person, or uh, a beige person, or a brown person, because I have green skin. Now, I'm not from uh, Mars or any other planet, but I'm Jewish, you know, and God gave us the same color uh, of money. I mean, currency. All right, so that's just a little pun there for you to laugh about while I tell you people that are of the Vatican that you're going to hell if you don't repent. Okay? Want to talk about hell? Go and get a six-pack of Pepsi or Coke and let's talk about hell. People don't have those kind of parties. All right? So what's going on in our schools? Well, the Bible has been taken out, and there's no guidelines for our children. So they uh, were sitting in front of television sets, I'm told, between four and eight hours a day, and they see all the violence that Satan allows on television. Well, there's the freedom of speech. Yes, there is, but we also have a code of decency. Amen? Amen. And so we should, must live uh, decent lives, pure lives, clean lives, uh, spirit-filled lives. Otherwise, we're going to hell. There's no direction for our children or for the people of the world, not just the United States, but the whole world is on its way to hell. The Bible says that the whole world is to Satan has deceived the whole world. Now, Satan has been thrown down, and he is, uh, Adam and Eve gave uh, Satan the rulership. They gave their rulership of this uh, planet to Satan. And now uh, Satan has been slung down from heaven because God wouldn't have him there. And uh, now Satan thinks that he has advantage of weak flesh because he destroyed them the entire human race at the Garden of Eden, when he told Eve that uh, God is a liar and that he's the truth. And so she doubted God and believed Satan just like everyone today is. And so Satan told her that uh, she's not going to die. Go ahead and eat of the world. The world, of, uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil happens to be the knowledge of the world, worldly things, satanic things. And so now Satan has control over those kind of people. And now there's so many of those kind of people that uh, they have decided that let's make the people the government of the people, by the people, and for the people instead of of God and for God. So let's just make people. So people all have different opinions. And then they start saying, everybody has their own opinion. There's no right, there's no wrong, there's not. Because they took the Bible out of school, and the Bible tells us, God tells us what's right and wrong. Amen? Amen. 
Okay, and so there's no need for you to examine anybody's brain because it's a spiritual thing, and you can't see the spiritual things. You're not going to find anything uh, wrong with uh, uh, Al Capone's brain or anybody else's, any other uh, gangster's brain or any other sick person that drowns their babies in the tub. They say, we don't know what came over us. We just can't tell what came over us. All of a sudden, I got this thought that it was uh, the Lord telling me to drown my children. Well, if she knew the word of God, she'd know that God tells you not to kill, to murder anybody. But people don't read the Bible, and so over 50 million children a year worldwide are being slaughtered. And uh, over 10 years, that's 500 million people that are put to death, murdered, because nobody reads the Bible. And when these Vaticanites uh, mingle themselves among, among the Buddhists, they don't witness and testify to them. They go along with their religion because they believe in a homogenized religion. Uh, Satan worshippers, they have their right to worship Satan. Uh, and the Buddhists have their uh, right to worship a statue. And the Pope, uh, the people have a right to uh, worship that little pink, mousy person. And so everybody is supposed to just love one another. Love one another except Christians. Let's kill them. It's the same thing that happened in the days when Jesus being uh, nailed to the cross by the Roman soldiers. Murder him! The rest of us are a bunch of weasels. But murder him. If we can murder the Christians, then nobody's going to tell us we're going to hell like the Bible says. Murder these people that are, you know, anti-one-world-ism. We have to get along together in this world. And that's why Jesus, they nailed him to a cross. They um, uh, they cut John the Baptist's head off. And they uh, boiled John the Revelator, John who wrote uh, the first uh, gospel, uh, the fourth gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and he wrote John 1, 2, and 3, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Let's kill him. And let's behead Paul, the Apostle Paul, because we're sick and tired of these Christians, these real ones, um, going around telling that we have to be separate, that we're second-rate citizens, just like God says, that we're trash, we're chaff, we're goats instead of sheep. And we're going to hell. And we got to get rid of this. I mean, this is, we're looking for peace on earth at the expense. Uh, and the, the people that are Christians are saying, no, we have to accept Jesus. He's the only way. Jesus is the only way. Oh, yeah. Oh, kill him. Kill him! Throw him into the fiery furnace. He won't bow down to this satanic Catholic cult's doctrine. Satan was tossed down and he made his seat in Rome, Italy. 
and he's now got his uh, strings clear throughout the world. And he's really gotten this thing, we can't, we have to be nice to all the people. And have you ever noticed such moisy, such moisy on people that drown their babies? Oh, she, she just wasn't in her right mind. So she snuffed her five little kids. Another one throws his child out the window of about 25 stories and says, Dad, no, Dad. And then the dad says, It's not me, son, it's the devil that hates you because you might have went into the world and won a lot of souls. And so... uh uh, this is the direction that the world is going into. Now, we also have pictures. We should put them on the website of John Paul II, worshiping with the Hare Krishnas, who renounced Christ, the Buddhists, the um, uh, every Satan worshipers. There's all kinds of Satan worshiping cults. And he is saying, like, I'm the Prince of Peace. I bring peace to every satanic person on earth, but I do have explicit orders to murder every Christian and to murder, try to murder the word of God and to snuff it out of people's schools, out of the government. We've got to take the name God, and God we trust off of currency. We must do that because we want to bring a... Um, homogenized culture in the world. And I just saw a bunch of those Catholics over in uh, in uh, some foreign country where they uh, worship Buddha, and they just built a school for them. Isn't that sick? They won't spend one penny on the Lord, Jesus, who's the only way. Amen? Amen. That's the only way. Jesus said, I am the only way, the only truth, and the only life. No man cometh unto the Father but through me. And he is the word of God that came into the world as flesh. And he says we have to uh, follow him. It said a person that says that he loves me and keeps not my commandments. They are liars, and the truth is not in it, and no liar shall enter the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen? A person that says that they hate me, they love death, the Bible says. Amen? Amen? They love death, and they think that they're going to love hell. Because even before I got saved, I thought hell was a place where you could, um, you know, smoke cigars, and um, which I loved to do back then. And play billiards, I never went into that much. But there'd be vending machines with uh, Budweiser in them and all kinds of stuff like that. But it's not like that, folks. There's nothing to drink there. Uh, and the only thing smoking down there is you, okay? And you're screaming your head off the chewing on your tongue and doing everything in your power to get out, but there's no exits there. Once the door is slammed in hell, you're there forever. There's no getting out. <laughs> and so, what has happened to this world? Take the Bible out of this world, 
and it's going to hell and it's going to hell fast all right and the more you reject the lord the harder it'll ever be for you to be saved um so when people rule their lives according to god's word then we don't have all these uh, hellish problems that are happening in the world today the shootings and the death the drive-by shootings and all these different things the shootings in school just two days ago somebody got into a uh, theological or some kind of uh, university in um, illinois and they just had a double-barreled shotgun there and just started shooting aimlessly into the crowd uh, that were sitting there and this was a honor student well there must have been something gone wrong with their brain no satan got into the person's spirit and began telling him that this is the right thing to do i've lost my job i don't have any money uh the government is giving me a hard time and people are telling me i'm going to hell what's wrong with god there's nothing wrong with god the bible says Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and you'll have everything. All things will be added unto you. But you don't trust God. What you do is you're getting angry at God for what the devil is doing to you. Whatever's happened to you in this world that you don't like, it's the devil doing it unto you. Yes, God does create environments for people in order to get them saved, as I was telling you about. This Frank Storino, who is, uh, he's going to have to have his legs cut off. I just got off the phone with him again. This is the second time I've talked to him now. And he says, well, I'm just praying. I said, well, that's good if you really get a hold of the Lord. Uh, but not like uh, a lot of professing Christians say they get a hold of the Lord. And they never really do. They just, Satan imitates the Spirit of God and... He'll die if he doesn't have him cut off, because I know that because the Lord told me. All right, so uh, there's all these shootings. There is uh, chaos and confusion on earth. The Bible says that the leaders of nations would be perplexed, and the nations would be perplexed in these last days. What to do? What to do, what to do, what to do. When the Lord tells us exactly what to do, you don't really have, your you people are trying to figure out what to do with your carnal brains. And you're asking yourselves what to do. And a lot of you have even forgotten what your names were. That's how lame you are. Really. And anybody's that satanic to just say, I'm not listening to God because I'm my own person. After all, this is a democracy and it's of the people and by the people, for the people. And the whole world. If, and if you don't believe that way and you're a leader of a country, they're going to come in and kill you. They're going to hang you and they're going to show it to everybody else to teach you a lesson to believe Satan. And not God. Now, if we had problems with other nations, the Bible says that we're to go there and preach the gospel to them. Amen? Amen. We're not to go over there and hang them because they don't believe in 
satanic democracy? Tony, how can you say that democracy is satanic? Easy. Democracy is satanic. Amen. It's of the people, by the people, for the people, and the people have always been wrong. Amen? Amen. God destroyed all the people. Because they're living after their own ideas and their own um, philosophies, their own judgments, and their own commandments. This is what the unsaved people do. But the thing of this world, uh, it's um, the things of the kingdom of heaven are not of the people by the people, for the people. Anyone that gets into the kingdom of heaven is going to be doing things that's of God, for God. And uh, for God created the heavens and the earth and the fullness thereof. And if you want to believe people instead of God, well, don't complain when you're frying in hell. And then a lot of people say, well, Tony, you're judging us. No, I'm not. I'm telling you what God's judgment is. Amen? Amen. And they say, you're not supposed to judge us. Well, I'm supposed to preach God's judgments to you. And as I said yesterday, all of his ways are judgment. I'm not judging you. I'm telling you how God judges. Well, you don't like that, huh? Okay. But you're going to... Damn, you're going to damn yourself. You're damning yourself to hell now, and you're going to hate yourself at the judgment bar of God. So I'm doing the right thing. I'm telling you that God judges you, and I'm telling you what, how God judges you. And you're telling me what you think it is about, but nobody's concerned about what you think. Okay, God doesn't care how he thinks. You think he says everybody thinks wrong, and that you must put the whole word of God into you, in your mind and in your soul and your spirit, so that you won't and, and do what the word says so that you don't go to hell. Uh, when the Lord told me to stay here in this little town, they were gathering together the entire mob. He said, remember what my word says. He said, They'll rise up against you, but I will destroy them. Uh, you know something? I've seen that happen. One after the other is dying, getting strokes, uh, all sorts of diseases. He has already destroyed a couple dozen of them here in this little town already. He said, just stay there. They're not going to do anything to you. I'm going to destroy them. So this is a good direction, isn't it? Amen. I thought, well, I'll assimilate among the crowd in New York or Los Angeles. He says, ah, ah, stay right there. And I know that God's direction is true. And so I told what the Lord told me to some high high people, you know, pretty affluent people in uh, uh, Texarkana and around Powell, Arkansas, and other places around here. And they keep coming in all the time and saying, man, were you ever right? This guy's got cancer. This other one has got uh, this kind of problem, that problem. 
This one died three, uh, two or three times in his pulpit. He's a supposed to be preacher, a teacher. And what? There's somebody in that church that just uh, committed suicide the other day. Well, it was in the newspaper. Why would they commit suicide? I guess that pastor didn't tell him that if you commit suicide, you're going to go to hell. Hmm. So this is the direction of the Lord. We have the word of God, yes. But we also have uh, the Holy Spirit, the life-giving spirit that's in us. And remember, the life-giving spirit is the word, also the word of God. The life-giving spirit tells us to do something. Like, in other words, if the life-giving spirit told you to kill your husband or your wife, you just say, I get thee behind me, Satan, because the Bible never tells me to murder anybody. Amen? Amen. That I'm supposed to witness to him. And if uh, a woman is married to, like, a guy that just uh, does all kinds of evil things, uh, not so bad that she can't get divorced from him, because she can get divorced from the Bible says so. That's good to have that direction, because a lot of people are living in bondage to somebody that they shouldn't be living with. They're out there committing adultery and could bring home AIDS to them. You're not under any obligation to stay married to somebody like that or any person that just doesn't want to do what God says because they're fornicators. Fornicators is uh, a fornication is a sin that, that you see somebody that's just sinning against God you know that that is a fornicator. That's what the Bible says about um, fornication. And so you don't have to be married to them. You can be the Lord when he saves you, he sets you free. And when you're free, when the Lord sets somebody free, you're free indeed. All right? Now then, uh, I think we'll stop here for a while and read a couple of letters. Sharon, go ahead. Let's read some. Where's the first one from? Bangkok, Thailand. Okay. My dear beloved spiritual father, Apostle Tony Alamo, sincere greetings to one whose vitality is serenity, love, and honesty. At a time when I was yearning for some comfort from heaven, your esteemed parcel containing spiritual food and an enclosed letter arrived. It filled my soul with joy unspeakable. My precious Father, I've been distributing your newsletters, the Word of God, to every corner of this prison yard. Now, some people say, you're not supposed to call anybody Father. Amen? Well, uh, you know, Paul said that I am your spiritual Father that brought you to the Lord. doesn't mean that we're God or anything. It just means that we had begotten this person to the Lord through the gospel. Everything is through the gospel, so it's not me that he's calling Father. He's just saying, thank you for leading me to God. Because I'm no longer worshiping Buddha or Mary Baker Eddy or the Pope or any of these other false uh, doctrines. Okay, keep going. This prison yard, which contains about 6,000 prisoners in Bombat Prison, I almost distributed all the newsletters and tracts, including the new arrivals, but I keep the remaining ones for my personal use and will keep them forever. 
I return to them from time to time for inspiration and insight. I read them many times over, and each time I find a freshness and magnificence in them. In fact, your teaching has made me more attached to you. May the Almighty God continue lifting you higher and higher in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As you're going around the world doing good, please do not forget me here. Have mercy upon me, man of God, and always remember us in your valuable prayers, as we always pray for you and your family and the entire ministry. I will appreciate any little assistance you can render me. The good and awesome God we serve will surely reward you and your ministries abundantly. I would like to end here. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I wish you good health and contentment. In his grace, your son in Christ, Judge Williams, Bangkok, Thailand. All right, so um, this is so wonderful to see people actually receiving the Lord and not receiving the false doctrine of the Catholics or the Buddhists or any other false religion. The Lord tells us to make a difference. You say, well, the Lord is not prejudiced. Yes, he is. He said, if you follow what I say, this is judgmental. If, okay, this is judgment. If you follow what I say, you'll go to heaven. If you don't, you're going to hell. All right? And so he says, separate yourself from the heathen. Who are the heathen? They're the ones that pray to other gods. And they're the ones that uh, have all these strange doctrines. And the only one that ever lays out the true doctrine of the Lord is the Lord. Uh, he lays out the only plan of salvation. And he says in verse 7 of chapter 6 of Matthew, he said, but when you pray... When you pray, who are you praying to anyway? Because if you're praying to any other God but the Lord God Almighty who created heavens and earth, the earth, and if you're praying through anyone other than Jesus, you're not getting any headway with the uh, the Lord. You know, there was a prophet in the Old Testament that had a contest with all the false relig- this false religion there, and uh, whichever one was God would be God. And so um, they set up, he said, let's set up a altar, two altars here, and you pray to your God would sit and put wood all over it, and whoever's God uh, comes down in fire and uh, burns the wood up will be God. They all agreed. And so, and then um, yeah, a, Elijah went and built his uh, altar up with all this wood. And uh, then these people knocked themselves out, all these false religious people, and no fire came down. Finally, they collapsed on the ground because they were dancing and throwing themselves on the ground and everything, trying to get their God to react. So Elijah started mocking them, said, What happened? Did your God go to sleep? Maybe he went on vacation. Or possibly he's getting an operation and he's out knocked out cold that the anesthesiologist put him out. I'm just uh, giving the same type, uh, I'm just uh, paraphrasing the kind of mockery that he was doing to them. Or maybe he um, lost his voice or lost his power. And uh, he says, now, 
Now then, let's get with mine. Now, you can't really have a good fire unless you have lots of water. So he built a moat around his uh, wo wood and put all kinds of water, just bales on bales of water on his wood and filled the moat full of water and everything. So he called unto God and God burned the wood up and he licked up all the water and uh, they all said that's God that's God and so he slew all those false prophets hundreds of them amen amen okay so he killed them all and God told him to well are we supposed to kill false prophets no now with the uh, law the Lord said vengeance is mine and he says I will repay and uh, he said, just preach the gospel to them. Some of them might get saved and some for sure won't. But uh, verse 7 says, but when ye pray, use not vain repetitions. And don't be praying to Buddha because he can't hear. He's made out of stone or plastic or something. He's not going to hear you because he's not the living God. Don't use vain repetitions like the Catholics do. And don't be praying to Mary. All right? It would be more better that you pray to your little daughter, Mary, because she's still alive. Amen? Yeah. Or your Aunt Mary. <laughs> but Mary, the mother of Jesus, she's dead. She's been dead for around 2,000 years now. But when you pray, don't use vain repetitions like the Catholics do. Or, or we'll say, as the Bible says, as the heathen do. You know what the heathen are? They're lost. Uh, for they think, they really actually think, God says, that they shall be heard. Just because of all their much speaking. They keep saying, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. <laughs> we think they're going to be heard. Can you imagine anybody being that stupid? That you would be praying to some dead body? Christ isn't dead. God is alive and very well, and so is Jesus. They rose from the dead. Amen? Amen. Jesus rose from the dead. He's alive. His bones are not in his grave. Mary's bones are. Amen? Amen. I've never heard of anybody that stupid that would pray to a bunch of bones. Except Ezekiel when he saw a valley of bones because the Lord wanted him to speak to them to show them uh, how powerful the words, when God tells you to say something, how powerful they are. That they could actually raise the dead. Be not ye therefore like unto them who pray to Mary and they pray constantly to her Holy Mary Mother of God oh pray for us sinners pray for us sinners pray for us sinners oh my God I mock you people just like Elijah mocked those heathen Amen. you're as stupid and evil as they are but we didn't know. Well, then, if you didn't know, repent. I mean, I'm not saying that you cannot be saved. You can. Christ said that everyone that calls upon him shall be saved. 
So be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth. He knows uh, what things you have need of uh, before you even ask. Before you even ask who, Buddha? No. It says Mary, the Pope, Hare Krishna, Mary Baker Eddy. Before you asked what me, he said, no, your heavenly father knows what you have need of before you ask him. Amen. Amen. Him. Some people say, don't listen to him. But I'm saying, listen to him. Because these words are Holy Spirit. They are the life-giving spirit. And if you receive the things that the life-giving spirit, which is the word of God, gives you, it is also the Holy Spirit, the life-giving spirit that lives in you, which guides you even, you know, where to go, what to do, what not to do. Okay, verse 9 says, After this manner, therefore, I pray ye. And then he goes into the thing that the Catholics keep saying over and over again. Remember, every counterfeit religion must mix in some truth. They say, um, so it says, pray ye our father. But they call their priests their father. Amen? Amen. And they call, they say that the Pope is a holy father, but the Lord doesn't mean for you to pray to those people those unsaved um, people. I have other words that I could use that are not as kind. But it says, you born of the spirit Christians, you say, our Father, not which sits in Rome, but which art in heaven. Amen? Amen. Not our Father, which art in the uh, church on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood but our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name not Buddha's name or the Pope's name uh, thy kingdom come and his kingdom is not a bunch of people that are trying to get all the demonic religions together to live in peace with one another and then mix in People that are have the Spirit of God in them. The life-giving Spirit of God. Uh, the life-giving Spirit of God and Satan don't mix. It's the worst, more, they mix less than oil and water. Thy will, not Buddha's will, not Mary Baker Eddy's or the Pope's will be done, but the Lord's will who's in heaven, his will be done in earth just as it is in heaven buddha's will is not being done in heaven the pope's will is not being done in heaven because uh, their will are the, the exact opposite of the lord's will or the muslim's will for god's sake this is so stupid for people to think the way they do Give us, those of your, your children that believe your word and follow you, give us this day our daily bread. 
And my daily bread, uh, you know, of course, we have to have something to eat every day for our natural body. But the daily bread that I want is the bread that comes down from heaven. I want to get the food from God. Verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, if we don't forgive people, the Lord is not going to forgive us. If he doesn't forgive us, we're going to hell. And lead us not into temptation, such as let us not think that we can mingle with other religions. That's tempting the Lord. The Lord says, I am the only way. I am the only truth. I am the only life. Don't get yourself involved. As a matter of fact, shake. If people don't receive this gospel, shake the dust of your feet off at them and go away from them and don't even offer them Godspeed. Don't even say Godspeed to that bunch of weasels. So don't lead us into temptation, Lord, to be so afraid that we would offer them Godspeed. Shake the dirt of your tennis shoes off at them, or your sandals, or your uh, whatever you got on your feet. If you don't have anything, shake the dust of your feet off at them. And that way, if we do what the Lord says, he will deliver us from evil and deliver us from evil. For it is you, Father, not the Buddhists or the Vatican, Satan, for it is thine is the kingdom. And you're the only one that has the power. This Buddhist statue doesn't have power. The people that pray to Mary don't have power. The people that are... Uh, satanic don't have any power, the Satan worshippers. For thine is the kingdom. You're the one that runs the kingdom, and you're the only one that has the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, now, Sharon, do you have another letter? Yes. Go ahead, let's read it. Where is it from? From Ghana, Africa. Dear Pastor, it is I, Michael, writing from Ghana to you the second time. I thank you for the gifts you sent to me. By the grace of God, I have received it, and I thank you very much. Sir, I read through most of your world newsletters, and I've gotten to know what is happening in America. Sir, I am a boy of 16 years old, and I live with both my mother and father and two brothers and two sisters. So in all, we are seven in number. I was the first person in my family to take the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. It pains me a lot to tell you, but I have to say that both of my parents were drunkards, and they used to take in substances that were not good for their health. My brothers and sisters also took the chance of going out and returning home at any time. This is because my parents, who were supposed to be in control, were indulging in alcohol, so no one had in, had control anymore. I always knelt on my knees asking God to save my parents and my brothers and sisters from their evil lives. When I got your Alama World newsletters to them, they realized that upon all their sins, there is a Savior who could save their lives. Only and it, one Savior. Amen. There's not uh, many Saviors or two Saviors, there's only one Savior of the world. And that's the Word of God that became flesh. Then what? There's only one Savior who could save their lives, and it is Jesus. My parents and brothers and sisters are now saved. They have always prompted me to write to you to send us a Bible so that they can always look through it. 
My entire family says thank you for your concern for people worldwide. I hope to hear from you soon. Yours in Christ, Michael Amisa from Ghana, Africa. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, the uh, uh, the Lord uh, ascended into heaven. And he's sending down his life-giving spirit into people that receive only him. And he gives us his power. And, and his word is spirit. And it is life. It is the life-giving spirit. And it is life for you. And his spirit, when he enters us, his life-giving spirit guides and directs us in this world. Would you like to have that guidance for you know that everything you do is correct? Because aren't you sort of tired of wondering if this is right or that's right, or am I doing good, am I doing bad, or... Uh, the Lord tells you when you're doing good and he's, you're doing bad if you commit your entire life to him. And that's what we're doing right now. But we're going to pray, and I pray that you pray with me on this. Uh, say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former sins. He drowns them. I believe he drowns him in the sea of his forgetfulness and re never remembers the former sins that you've committed before again, so long as we continue on in his word. And Father, I believe that you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. It's your word. You said, all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord, and share and tell him how to receive a copy of this CD or audio tape number 562 is free of charge go to alamoministries.com or write to tony alamo christian ministries p.o box 6467 texarkana texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7370 7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying God bless you. And I pray that you have a good day uh, in the Lord. And I pray that you will tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the real God in heaven. Christ Jesus, the Lord. Now here's Fake Spring to sing for you. That's Fake Spring Man. Joshua fit the Battle of Jericho. Joshua bit the 
battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls come a-tumbling down. You may talk about your king of Gideon, you may talk about a man of Saul. There's none like good old Joshua at the battle of Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls come a-tumbling down. Right up to the walls of Jericho he marched, with spear in hand. Those ram on Joshua cried, "'Tis a battle lamb in my hand." Then the lamb ram sheep on begin to blow, trumpets begin to sound. Joshua commanded the children to shout, and no one come tumbling down. Joshua, the battle of Jericho. 